Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dice Camera Action. Woo! Hello. Yeah. And so in our... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You guys, that makes me so happy. I've been shouting yeah at everyone and no one knows what I'm referencing. And I just need to be around you guys because you know when I yell, yeah, that's what I mean. Sometimes you just need to scream things, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before we jump into today's action, we have some special announcement contest news. The Chicken Foot Coven is soon to be a real thing on our show. And Holly, do you want to talk a little bit about it? Yes. Hello, everyone. Um, So the contest is happening. Um, That's I just read that part of the email. I'm sorry. There's going to be a pinned tweet on the D&D Beyond account, which is at D&D Beyond. And that will be posted at 9 a.m. on Thursday, September 20th, calling for applications to Strix's Coven. Um, yeah, that. Let's see. Uh, the applications will be accepted through Monday, September 24th at 6 p.m. And uh, we will let our community, the community moderators for D&D Beyond are going to call the list to 10 to 15, quote unquote, good. You think about what good means to Strix. That's up to you. <laughs> Entries. <laughs> And pass those on to me. And then I'm going to choose three winners. And uh, those three winners are going to be on our show. That's that's the contest. Yeah, I mean, you're going to announce them in next week's show. Yes. So the winners yes. will be announced in next week's show. Correct. Um, and this, and, uh, and they, yeah. then we will have, for the winners, guest slots for the October 9th episode of Dice Camera Action. Yes. Where they will be on the show playing their characters as guest stars with us. Yes. Yes. How exciting is that? Very, very exciting. It's the first time we've ever had a contest to be a guest, right? That's right. Yes. Jared, Jared, can you hold the pin up again? Yep. Hold on. Oh, do you have the pin? (laughs) We're doing a bit. Hold up the pin. There it is. Is this fucking sick? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Amazing. That is the official Chicken Foot Coven pin. Amazing. Bearing the Chicken Foot Coven logo, which was designed yes. which was designed by whom? Kayla. Kayla Klein uh, yeah. on Twitter. Kayla, my my wonderful uh, okay. clone, also the witch <laughs> witch friends. So so just to reiterate, on D on D Beyond's account at D Beyond, at nine AM Pacific time, they will post a tweet with the information that you need, all the specific details, and then yes. Um, 
we, they will accept applications and replies until Monday the 24th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Yes, and I will be retweeting those as well. So, I mean, just look out for my Twitter and the BNB on Twitter. And again, like, be creative. Like, just think of what Strix would think was cool. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, I'm a hero. It's like, eh. (laughs) I don't make mistakes. I don't know about that. (laughs) The, The chat wants to know if they have a higher chance of winning if their character is already dead. (laughs) <laughs> that's not my problem <laughs> that, that's that's not that is that Strix stop. just drags in a corpse like look guys <laughs> yeah I'm not sure what the role playing opportunities will be as a guest if you're dead as a corpse <laughs> so alivent alivent mm-hmm. alright so let's jump into the action now that we've gotten through that little bit of happy business Previously in Dice Camera Action, Evelyn got turned to stone by the Xanathar. And as she was being carried through the air, uh, Paulton came along, thunderwaved the Xanathar, causing Evelyn to fall and shatter upon the floor. Diath and Paulton and Strix were able to dispose of the malevolent beholder and were left to pick up the pieces as I it helped. Were. Dispose of the beholder before. <laughs> it's absolutely true. Him. Yes, everybody got an attack on the Xanathar at one point. Um, so the beholder is no more. Um, Evelyn is shattered bits of statuary that Paulton and Strix are beginning to reassemble. And Diath, having dealt the killing blow to the beholder crime lord, has just been declared Xanathar, leader of the Xanathar guild. Xanathath. Self-declared, so I don't really know how much weight that really holds. Well, you sent Amergo, the major domo, off with instructions, and he, uh, sort of the the second in command here, has basically, um, he seems to be following your orders, so that's a good sign. I did not realize he was second in command. I thought he was just a (coughs) dwarf. I thought he was a minotaur. Mm, Yeah, no, it turns out the Xanathar hires the worst people. And so, <laughs> Diathathar? Diathathar? One other minor footnote. While Diath was making his way around the lair by his lonesome, he stumbled into an arena where he had a reunion of sorts with an old friend, acquaintance, a hippo man, a gif named Warrington Munt who is now accompanying Diath out of the arena and rejoining their friends. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll just kind of bring Warrington with me and try yeah. to return to Paulton and Strix and Evelyn. Okay. By now, Paulton and Strix have kind of assembled Evelyn as much as possible using all the pieces that they've been able to find. Paulton's just like, like, just, like, curled up and, like, rocking back and forth. Just about. Uh-oh. Oops. Uh-oh. Well, well, this is a shattered. fine kettle of fish. Mm. It's like, why is he here? I'm glad you asked. So, it started in my tireless hunt for a suitable weapon and ammunition. And it led me here because I had heard rumors that the Xanathar Guild had been hoarding... Smoke powder, which, as I've come to understand, is illegal in this city. I don't know why. But I made my way down here and found myself beset, besieged, as it were, 
and forced to make a decision, ultimately fighting in the arena to earn the Xanathar's trust, thus a place in this organization so I could get access to the smoke powder in question, which I believe is being held in large supply somewhere in this dungeon by an individual named Narl. Well, that's very clear. <laughs> so, Narl, just is, do you, what, can you tell, what do you know about Narl? Is Narl some sort of... He is a dark elf. Or is he like an inventory keeper, or is he just a guard to a particular room? Apparently, he is the Xanathar's chief advisor, and uh, the one who secured the smoke powder in question to begin with. Was Xanathar going to use the smoke powder to, to blow anything up, namely the spires of the morning? I can't imagine he would use it for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> but perhaps we, perhaps we should, at least for the moment, put the smoke powder issue aside and deal with the issue of your shattered pally. <laughs> it's just like... Tactful as ever, Warrington. Appreciate it. Now, if we put... Evelyn together, I do have a stone to flesh potion that was thrown onto my disheveled body during the C-Team episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I have forgotten that it is attached somewhere to me, so I yes. will reach in. To somewhere my, within the robes? Somewhere, and I'm like, I'll yes. pull out like and a half-eaten uh, pie and like throw nice. that, and I'll pull out like maybe like a couple of scraps of leather and throw those. And then I'll like reach for it and pull it out the little vial and be like, I've had this all along. And you recall, Strix, that you had been using mending spells to start attaching um, bits of yes. evil and that you could easily tell fit together properly. Um, so yep. you got the potion. You're still using your mending cantrips uh, to attach pieces one after another to Evelyn. Uh, Warrington will just say, you know, I, I was a field medic early in my career. During the Artuk invasion of Palanthus. Uh-huh. I'm sure that's a real thing. I could probably help you solve this jigsaw puzzle. That, that sounds it's, great. She's already together. I don't uh, think that goes there. Maybe that piece is meant to go over there. Look. <laughs> he sort of reaches down and starts moving bits of evil in around. I <laughs> know! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can I intelligence check that to see if he's right? Sure. Or like, Fallen, Fallen's still rocking. Now he's just kind of he's just like <laughs> mumbling to himself. <laughs> I got a three, so I don't know at all. Okay. Yes, we can rebuild her. What do you say? I, he's mumbling. Discernible things. Just. Okay. I think he's saying something about her being fine and is. I don't know. <laughs> This might be an opportunity to make her a little bit taller. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Well, Strix no, Warrington. Like, Strix is going to mom arm Warrington and just, like, push him back, like, mom arm him back and just be like, Warrington, no. Yeah, no, we're not changing fine. a thing. I think she's fine. Dieth, why don't you look at her while Paulton's having a problem and you see if she looks pretty much the same. You, uh, you look. Uh, I'll, I'll try. I guess I'll try to take a look to... Because they've assembled, like you said, probably most of her and yeah. mending quite a bit. Yeah. And then based off my own memory of Evelyn, I guess I'll try to figure out how accurate their current sure. pile is. Yeah, make an intelligence check. Okay. Hey, good. I got a good. 18. Yeah, it was going better before Warrington started to move some stuff around. Okay. Um, so uh. you kind of put things back and you're pretty sure that 
Strix and Paulton had it more or less right. All right. Um, <clears throat> where does I'll, the mom arm come up to on Warrington? <laughs> probably scared. right on his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Strix realizes that. It's like, ah! uh, It's fine. And then he, he says, I understand my service is probably better rendered as a morale officer. Uh, yeah, Warrington, and you were just so helpful. And you were just, man, all, you really did help make sure that we got Evelyn just right. Really, really appreciate Why that, are you moving everything back the way it was? <laughs> can I just point there and be like, oh, Warrington, can you tell us about some smoke powder? I, what's over there? <laughs> he looks over the way you're pointing and he says, that is a wall, madam. <laughs> and, and he says, but you, Pippin, what's up? <laughs> Unresponsive. He's just like glazed over, looking just like, she's fucking dead. She's, she's fucking dead. She dead and died again. Everyone's fucking dead. Everyone's just dying. Everyone's just dying. So okay, no. Nope. At, at this point, is every piece of Evelyn more or less together? Is she like a whole statue now? Or is there still uh, mending left? There's to be mending done? left to do, but you can't see. There are no prominent pieces missing or anything. Oh, all right. Uh, well, Strix, it's going to be up to you to keep mending her back together. You're the only one who can do this. And Paulton can help make sure that everything <clears throat> goes correctly. Don't, why don't you talk to Paulton, Diaz? He's a little messed up right now, and I don't think that I have the emotional capacity to help someone worrying about people dying. War- which I think is very observant of myself. Warrington gives uh, Pippin a little kick on the foot with his foot and he says <laughs> like Alton's still like balled up and not paying attention as as Warrington kicked him he just kind of like a, almost like an egg just kind of is rolled onto his side <laughs> and just no no reaction just uh, still Warrington will kneel down over you and just sort of put a hand on your toppled over arm and say back up there young man everything will be set right what no need to worry. This is only a momentary setback. I've seen worse. <laughs> it's it's still just the same stuff. He's yes. just like she's just dead. Everyone dies. Everyone just dies because I I just it's because of me. I don't do anything. They just die. She's not dead. She's just a little broken up. She's around. It's dead. It's dead. <laughs> Aren't we all Warrington? Yes. And uh, uh, he, he, yeah. Oh, no, but I was just like, Strix is going to walk over and start trying to, like, I don't know, read the back of the instructions of the potion on, like, how long to microwave it or whatever to give to people. Okay. <laughs> You're just reading the label <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's not something that it's meant to be quaffed. You just sort of pour it onto the, the stone and magically, theoretically, it restores the stone to flesh. It's not meant, right. to, be, it's not meant to be imbibed. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, Warrington says to you, uh, Paulton, so this isn't the first time this has happened, right? No, just death. Always, always death. I just watch. Yes, but, but after every death, has she not returned to you? It's just dead. She's dead. Can't, like, just gone. He says, bodies are such frail things, but spirits, now those can be indomitable. Strix, like, looks back from reading the post. She's like, he's right. He's probably, like, I don't know. He's from, like, the stars or something. 
Yes. Like, you know that. There's the gods and the powers and Sigil and space. You've seen that, you weird thing. Yes. Watch now. This will all take care of it. You have to be optimistic, Pippin. This will work. Behold. Magic. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and, and when he does that, people get really excited. Just, oh! She just, like, un- like, uncorks the potion and just, like, Okay, as you do, uh, the liquid flows out of the container over the stone and seems to leap across all the sort of pieces of stone and kind of magically all knit them together into one. And instantaneously, Evelyn turns from a mostly assembled statue. Even her little bits that you couldn't just sort of mend, the little pimpled uh, cracks where, you know, she was basically reduced to powder that you couldn't just physically reassemble properly. Those seem to just sort of get glossed over by the magic oh, of this potion. God. Um, so it's, the potion sort of works, as long as you have like 99% of it, <laughs> the other 1% is sort of magically filled in. I'm um, sure there was what, at one point where Strix was like a, like a bent puzzle piece trying to just like <laughs> stick a piece like in right. there, like yeah. lick it, like just like yeah. <laughs> Yes, so uh, at first these sort of magical cracks in Evelyn still kind of almost look like scars, but then they just sort of fade away and she is restored whole and is alive with uh, one hit point. She sits up and she's like, let me at him! (laughs) You're back! Did kind of like put a hand up at Evelyn and like point over the Xanathar's bodies? Like it's okay, it's okay. You got him. See, I no harm done. What? How did? Where did? Where did he you tur- guys come from? He turned you into a statue. You're not. And Strix anymore. restored you back. <gasps> Thanks. Yeah. Well, Paulton helped, but Paulton's in a heap on the ground. So you should go, like I don't know, tell him that you're not dead anymore because he turned into an egg. Evelyn, Evelyn goes and like kneels down on the ground and he's like a tipped over little egg you know? mm-hmm. she like tips over too and just curls down on the floor like, he's completely okay? non-responsive what's going yeah, on his, his eyes are just like glossed over just like staring off into infinity still just like mumbling I've seen this on the battlefield it is a form of shock she Perhaps we should throw a blanket feet. over him. A, a blanket? Yeah, so he doesn't get cold. She takes his cloak of billowing and kind of like <laughs> tucks it up under his chin a little bit. Yes. Puts her little hands on his cheeks and she's like, hey, sun's getting real low, big guy. <laughs> God. <laughs> Nothing he's, works. He's, he's still just like, he's dead. Just everyone, everyone just dies. Everyone around just dies. Can you fix him? Uh, I can't fix brain problems, and that looks like a brain problem to me. Well, or sad problem. Did Xanathar zap him with something? No, he's just, I think he just, just he watched you die. You might have dropped. Like, I guess you might have been a stone statue, and then you might have been dropped. And your pieces might, I might have had to put your pieces back together like a puzzle. Well, what does that have to do with him? He was sad, I think. I don't know. Maybe. 
ear pulled and he's just like, it was my fault. He's just dead. It was, I, I, it was cause of me. Didn't have to, but it was me. It was, yep. It's every time. Every he thinks this time. is his fault? I was dead? Yes. I, yes, he does. I thought I was No, sleeping. you weren't dead. You weren't dead. You weren't dead. You were, <laughs> I mean, dead sleeping, let's be honest. But I, you were just uh, out cold as a rock and then you were dropped and then we put you back together and now you're fine. So. Well, he doesn't usually get like this. When I think get... he's just seen it too many times at this point. That's my guess. I mean, I've seen it a lot of times too, but Can... you know, sometimes it's just bad. Evelyn and... kind of just like considers him and then she like wraps the little egg of Paulton as tight in the cloak as she can and she just picks him up. <laughs> <laughs> she can do that. She's really strong. And she just awkwardly like toddles him over to the rest of the group. She's like, there, there. He'll get over it, I'm sure. Yeah. It's the same same expression, just still just like nothing. Well, she shows him the Warrington and she's like, How do you how do you fix this? Uh, this image is insane. Can Diaz actually go up to him and grab him by that cloak around yeah. the collar yeah. and then lift him up to his feet? Nice. Nice. So that they're looking eye to eye. Be and gentle. Then, and then Diaz is going to slap him across <gasps> the face as hard as he fucking can. And then shakes them back into him so that Diaz and Paulton are looking eye to eye again right now and just say, stop it. Stop it right now. This is not your fault. Nothing's happened. She is not dead. She is right there. It's you like they all, they all, saved her. Look at her all, right there. She's right there because you saved her. You stood up to the Xanathar. No one in Waterdeep stands up to the Xanathar. But the moment she was in danger, you did. So you saved her life. Knock it off right now. And then he'll like shove her away. Guess. <laughs> yeah, like as he pushes Paul and Paul just kind of like falls back. He's not mumbling, but he's still just kind of staring off. And that's really about it. I had him. He was a nice little bundle and I was taking care of him. Why'd you have to slap him? Warrington Munt will come up. And say, yes, this is working. And then slap Paulton. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one needs to slap anyone. How do you feel now, Pippin? Better? <laughs> the shock wearing off. He's just like, I deserve that. <laughs> you did a good thing. She kind of like stands in front of him and puts her hands up. She's like, no more slapping. Evelyn, are you okay? Can I, you move? Hey, I... I think so. Strix slaps herself. Ow! <laughs> no more slapping! What is wrong with you guys? I fell asleep and now everything's crazy. It is very clear that Pippin believes that he is somehow responsible for your breakage. She looks him in the eye. She's like, you're not responsible. The Xanathar is responsible and I'm fine. Everyone, everyone, everyone dies and I just watch. Not even no, there. None of us are dead. Actually, Paulson... You all died, I believe. and I watched, and I was there. <laughs> so don't say that, because I brought you guys back, and it was fine. Evelyn takes Paulton's face and, like, smushes it like this, and she's like, look. And she shows him Diaz. She's like, Diaz alive? Shows him Strix. Strix is alive. I'm alive. You're alive. Everyone's alive. No one's dead. The Xanathar is not alive. <laughs> he looks, he looks at this corpse of the beholder lying on the floor. 
Ding dong, I believe the Xanathar is dead. <laughs> See, yeah. Paulton? Oh, speaking of, Strix, did you want any bits from that thing? I was just going to ask that. Thank you for reading my mind. And she'll just like walk over and just like stick her arm into it and just start oh. fishing around. Maybe some eye stalks. I know what you need, Pippin. A smoke powder <laughs> hunt. <laughs> That's so self-serving. <laughs> I have it on good authority that the Xanathar was hoarding the stuff down here. Well, it is um, very dangerous and unstable. Perhaps we should take it from this place and store it somewhere safe. That sounds good. As long as he's actually okay. Palm just like eggs back up. Yes. He no, says, no, no, no. She tries no, to keep him this is ex- This is exactly what we need. We need a mission. Well, we can't I, mission with him like an egg. Well, this will take his mind off it. His self, his self-loathing. I can hit him. <laughs> I no, think I, I think we're past the hitting. <laughs> yeah, Are now we? that you got a turn. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what are our objectives? Well, well, clearly you need to get this smoke powder, because that sounds dangerous. Yeah, we, we did promise you smoke powder quite some time back. And along with that, we also need to get the hell out of here. Or perhaps look for really, really useful information. Maybe. One thing at a time. Okay. Orrington. You said Evil they have just they have... now notices that Xanathar is dead, like it just yeah. occurs to her. Oh, and when, yeah. when you look at the Xanathar, Strix is like half bodily into his like corpse, just like rooting around. <laughs> He's dead. We, what, who, I, I remember stabbing him, even though you told me not to, Dia. <laughs> <laughs> He did it too. He killed him. You after you hit him, did it. Yeah, he did it. Even he though did you exactly told him not to use, use his little stabby stabby. He did exactly what you told him not to do. You killed a Xanathar, Dia? No, I mean, wasn't. Yep, not he did. That simple. Well, even an evil creature such as this should have its last rites. <clears throat> oh, holy morning, Lord. Blessed are you as you shine upon us in the light of a new dawn, especially a new dawn for evil, evil, horrible beings like this one, who I'm not angry at. I'm just glad that he will no longer be able to hurt anyone or take away their choices, and that is as you wish, I'm sure. Bless his soul, and may he find peace if he turns good in the afterlife. Also, please help Paul to not be an egg. Amen. <laughs> I think I found his brain in here. As you're, search- cool. as you're searching the corpse, you can see um, around a couple of his eye stalks are what appear to be magic rings. Oh. Holy shit, I actually found something and not just that wasn't just gross. 
I'll, I'll pull those out and like cover it in goop and hold them up to okay. everyone. Yeah, you can see. What the, are those? You can see two magic rings that he was wearing on eye stalks. Once you cut the eye stalks off, you can slip the rings off, and they kind of shrink down to normal size. Can I Arcana check them? Um, you so you you kind of already know they're magical. Um, you'd have to cast an identify spell, which you don't know, right? Mm. Or no. you can put one on and, you know, attune to it and glean its maybe, powers that way. Maybe you shouldn't put anything on right now. If Xanathar was wearing it, who knows what it can be? Yeah, A little strict, that does remind me. Uh, Deeth will uh, retrieve the scroll and wand that he got from the fish tank trest. Yeah. And hand those over to her and be like... Anything you can find out about these. Ah! Just like takes them and it's like, ah! She's really excited. Absolutely. They look magic-y. Yes. I figured the scroll at the very least you could read. Uh, when you pop open the scroll, you can see that it contains what appears to be a map. Oh. Oh. She looks in and goes, not magic, looks treasury, and hands it to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is, in fact, uh, DF, based on your casual uh, inspection, a map of the Xanathar's dungeon. Oh, my God. So, and it has key places marked, like the audience chamber, the arena. Uh, there's a room marked Dead Xanathars. There is... Oh. There's... Oh. A room marked my room, <laughs> which is, has the room with the tank in it. Uh, yeah. And then there's a room marked uh, Panoptic Surveillance. Panoptic Surveillance? Yeah. What the heck does that even mean? You're not I sure. I say out loud. Ah, <clears throat> yes, Panoptic Surveillance. Um, I believe it means surveillance with... Uh, Is it panoptics? With panoptics, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Warrington. <laughs> some some sort of visual surveillance system. Okay, well, uh, I'll actually kind of take this map and maybe look, kind of put it towards Warrington. It's like, does any of these possible locations here, rooms here, do any of these look like they could possibly hold this smoke powder that you've been looking for? Uh, he says... Uh, well, let's see. There's the arena, and there's the cell where I was briefly incarcerated. Uh, so most of the most of the guards and such lived in the lower level. And these must be these rooms here and over here. Oh, that must be where they. Oh, that's the dead Xanathars. Well, I don't know. Ugh, sounds gross. Um, ah, so uh, I believe that they must. Let's see. I've been over here and I've been over there, and these are mostly quarters. So I'm guessing that were we to find it, it might be down in this corner of the dungeon on the lower level here. The lower level. Probably near the, where they keep the dead Xanathars. Makes sense. Okay, that's probably our best chance. And let's see, well, we just have to go down this hall here, turn left, and then another right, and then down the stairs, and we're almost there. All right. Uh, does this map show the secret trap door I found in that audience chamber at It all? does, and below okay. it you can see that there is a staircase leading down to the lower level. Oh. One of... One of two, three staircases, really, that lead there. Does it look like it'd be the best one to get down to the lower level? Um, it's actually not the close, not the best way oh. to go the way Z- um, Warrington wants to go. Damn it. Fine. 
All right. Well, that's probably our best chance to start looking for some of this smoke powder. Maybe we can even use this and maybe even set some traps just in case we need to nuke this place before we get out of here. Mm -hmm. Or after What's we get out nuke? of here. nuke? <laughs> Jolly good. <laughs> All right. All right. That's the best chance to start looking. So we'll start going for that. Okay. Evelyn, Strix, Alton? Evelyn goes <coughs> and like hacks out a whole bunch of stone dust. <laughs> Ready? Oh, uh, those weren't your pieces, I guess. <laughs> Chris, just as a, a a question, since technically I was dead and came back, yeah. does my hit point max get recharged? Um, I'm all healed up. No, you'll have to take a long rest. No, no, no. I mean, like my hit point max because oh. it's still lowered from waffles ink. Oh gosh! Wow. Yeah. So I got put back together all nice. Yeah, I'll say yeah. You're back. Yay! You're Yay! Back <laughs> yeah, you Patrick Rothfuss him. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> that works. PRBS! <laughs> works every time. As you follow your way, um, you make your way through, uh, out of this hallway, to a narrower hallway, to a staircase that winds down. About halfway down the staircase, you can hear a voice ahead of you, sort of a grumbly voice, and as you round the corner of this, of this winding staircase, uh, you see on the staircase, fixing what appears to be a lopsided step, is a dwarf. And he's sort of jacked up one end of the step, uh, stuffed a big kind of um, wrench underneath it to prop it up until he can actually kind of rebuild this half-sunken stair. Uh, but he hears you coming, and he sort of looks up at you. You can see that he has red hair and a re long red beard that's sort of braided so that it's bifurcated. It splits in two, like a fork. And floating next to him is an albino beholder about the size of a baseball or a grapefruit. And it's got four little wiggly eye stalks. Strix, you remember seeing this duo making their way through the audience chamber. So as you descend, you are confronted by this dwarf and his mini albino beholderkin. Uh, yeah, I just look at him and I'm just like, oh, uh, you better tell him that you're the Xanathar. I'm pretty sure he works for the what, whatever, the dead thing. No. Wait, he better tell him the what? Okay. Uh, so this I is, I have not seen, I have not he, seen this Nobody has before. seen this dwarf except for Strix. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was a rat at the time. So I was a rat yeah. going, Around the wall. Uh, you can see he's got an apron on, and it's sort of dirty and muddy, and he's just sort of, when he sees you come, he kind of rubs his, the, the dust off his hands, looks okay. up at you. Uh, Death will look at him right in the eyes and say, who am I? Uh, he says, Death uh, Woodrow. Wrong. I am the Xanathar. I beg your pardon? I, I am the Xanathar. Ask Agmar all about it. Evelyn goes to Strix. What is he talking about? Why is he pretending to be the Xanathar? Just, just let him do it. I <laughs> think it's making him feel like he's special. You are the Xanathar? Yes. As Slayer the Xanathar, I am the Xanathar. The Xanathar's dead? The Xanathar is dead. Long live the Xanathar. Ah... <laughs> uh... Don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm glad he's dead. He should be dead. My name is Thorvin Twinbeard. I am a dwarf, obviously. Hello. And uh, I have been spying on the Xanathar 
as his trapsmith and engineer for over a year now. Oh, you can stop lying. That's good. Oh, thank God. He says, the Xanathar's dead. That's good news. I uh, work for the Harpers. The Harpers? Yes. I think last time we met someone who worked for the Harpers, they got toasted by a dragon. What? They were evil. Wait, so you've been working here for years spying on them? That's right. Dieth motions to the the small albino beholder alongside him, and then... What's that? Uh, is, uh, Albie is a little abnormal. Uh, most gazers, they, uh, the Xanathar dreamed them into existence, and they serve as his eyes. But Albie is weird, and uh, he's not really connected, and never was properly connected to the Xanathar, so he just took to following me around instead. Don't worry, he's joined our side. <gasps> oh. He's so cute. Can I walk up to him and give him a little scritching? Oh yeah, absolutely. And when you do that, uh, his his eye stalks just sort of go limp for a moment. No, uh, he's so cute. He, it, drool just starts coming out of his oh mouth. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna like bring him close and just like snuggle up. Like look at this little guy. He's well, really, like trying I, to be disgusted by it, but as she does that, she's like, no. <laughs> well, I guess he's yours now. What? No, 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 no! no, no. no well, if the Xanathar is if the Xanathar is dead, then my job is sort of done here, and um, don't. I can't really take him back to where I come from. Remember during the panel when we were like, "What will our next pet be?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so cute! I'm still squishing him. And well, I guess my work is done here. Good luck with you and your ventures. Wait, wait, where's the, 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 the blowy-uppy powder? Oh, yes. Do you know where the smoke powder resides? I do. In fact, it was always my intention to try to steal it and plant it around this place and collapse it all in. Same. Well, it's being held... you want to help us do that? It's being held by an evil drow named Narl Zabrindas. But you better watch out because he has a grell bodyguard. I can help you take... He sort of waxes big... uh, Wrench in hand and said, I can help you take care of him if you like. Right, well, if we can get past him into that smoke powder, that's exactly what we need. Now, if you've been out here long enough and also been spying around, the Xanathar has always had a very large uh, information network. Do you know if perhaps they retained all the information when, within documents or archives or anything somewhere in here? <laughs> Nothing so organized. The Xanathar was... Uh... He wanted to get all the information himself. He didn't trust anybody with it. So he had his spies come to him and deliver through words. Not recorded, per se. But I know for a fact that Narl Zabrindus, slippery drow that he is, kept secret notes in a book. Do you you know where Narl's book is? It's with Narl. Let's go kill that fuckface and you can have his book. That sounds great. <laughs> New friends. <laughs> All right, he marches you down the stairs into a hallway, takes you down the hallway to where it splits like a T with a door going to the left and a door going to the south or, or to the left and to the right. He takes you to the door on the right and knocks on it with his big wrench. Okay. And the door opens and on the other side is an exasperated looking dark elf in a sort of crusty uh, moldy old robe 
and floating in, and there's no light in the room that he's in, which doesn't surprise you since dark elves can see in the dark. Right. Uh, but floating in the darkness behind him is a tentacled creature that's just barely visible to your eyes, DF. But uh, those of you who aren't human, namely Strix <laughs> and Thorvin, can see it clearly. Strix, what you see is a big floating grell about five feet behind him. I think about how I wish I could have one of those as a pet because it's got a beak and I want to squish it, but oh then I God. also think it's going to kill us. And uh, Thorvin says, Darrell, they're here for the smoke powder. And uh, Narl sort of looks you all up and down, sees the big hippo man in the back, punching a fist <laughs> into a hand. And uh, he says, You can have it. If the Zenithar is dead, if all that I have heard is true, then I have no further need for it. Oh, work travels fast. I was going to use it to blow the place up. <laughs> Wait, does everyone want to blow this place up? <laughs> Weird. That's actually kind of what we want to do. For you see, I don't actually work for the Xanathar. I work for... Uh, and then Thorvin just hits him, on, just stamps him on the foot with his big wrench and says, Enough for talk. Uh, take us to the smoke powder. Well, 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 well let me finish. It's very rude to interrupt people, especially when you hit them. And uh, the elf says, oh, I've said too much. Oh, please follow me. Wait, no. What? This is What? No, what? This is shady. I'm getting shady vibes about this. <laughs> uh, he, will, he will sink back into the depths of his office. And he'll push the grell aside, just sort of move his tentacles away. Uh, to expose a wall, and then he sort of taps on the floor a couple times with his foot, and the wall gives way to reveal a secret door. Neat. Should uh, we, like, Strix is going to whisper to Dia, like, should we, like, like intimidate these people? Or, like, what, is, what should we do? I don't know, but I'm starting to trust our little dwarf friend less and less. My services, says the elf, are no longer required. I think I will take my leave. Unfortunately... Wait. My friend here will not let me go alive, so if you would be so kind as to kill this Grell, I can be on my way. Certainly, we can do that for you, Narl. Uh, only if... I heard that you like to keep uh, a little book of yours. Oh, yes. Uh, consider it simple payment for us freeing you from this creature. He uh, digs deep into his robe in an inner pocket, and he pulls out a dog-eared, frayed book that looks like a journal, and he says, all of his illicit dealings, all of his transactions, I've covered them all in the pages here. It's all written in Elvish. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> I'll still take it. <laughs> uh, and I'll look at Narl. Zanathar didn't speak Elvish, you see. You've done incredible work, Narl. Yes. Yes, I hope, I hope, I hope the boss appreciates all that I've done. Yeah. Who's your boss? It's better not to say. 
for all concerned. Sometimes, sometimes it can make you feel better to say, you know? That's sometimes true. Sometimes it can really just unburden your soul. It's true, but if I were to tell you, he would probably kill me. I mean, I don't think so. We don't really kill that many people. No, we usually just get killed ourselves. Yeah, I mean, we're, I was I was apparently better? dead just a little bit ago. I didn't even know it. You know, death is, is like not that big a deal. <laughs> right, she was dead. By the way, I, 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 this was just going on assumption, but I was still kind of egged up. So I'm assuming like Evelyn just kind of grabbed me like a knapsack. It's just been <laughs> Yeah, that's oh how I pictured it. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Or just like rolling you along <laughs> or like, you know, tugging you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Narl, Narl says that... Um, I don't think the Xanathar trusted me very much, which is why he had the Grail follow me around everywhere. That makes sense. But do you feel better if, say, you wrote down who it is you work for? What if we compelled you to tell the truth? Do you want us to... Ooh, zone of truth! (laughs) (laughs) You cast zone of truth. You're compelled now! He says... I work for Bragan Dareth. See, don't you feel better now? Whoever heard this name, anyone here? I don't know who that is. Death, who's that? Uh, Do I know who that is? Mm, Make a intelligence history check. Yeah, if it's a water Davian dude. Uh, History, you said? Yeah. 18. That's pretty good. Yeah. I will say that that is high enough for you to know or, or to have heard rumors that Bregendareth isn't a person. It is a guild of mercenaries, specifically drow mercenaries. Cozen? Cool. <laughs> uh, might be worse than that. Okay, I well. think it's worse. <laughs> All right. Well, they're, they're based in the Underdark. Certainly. Well, we did promise him to let him help him leave, so how hard is it to kill Grell? Uh, he says, well, by myself, quite difficult. With all of you, I suspect quite easy. Oh, I think he's on to us. You can see the Grell, the Grell is getting a little twitchy. I was going to say, is it going to be like docile? Can we just like all stand around him and then all at the same time like hit him? Like if, let me just try and polymorph him. Let me, he's really cute. Just let me try and polymorph him. Did we have him. to kill him? We've done so much killing today already. Let me um, just try and polymorph him. He can just live in here. It'll be fine. Thorvin will point out, they're both evil. Clearly. Oh, why did you have to say that? Yeah, I mean, if it's... Used by Xanathar and are created by him. It's not something that Narl's like, around. no, no, I'm helpful, evil. <laughs> <laughs> evil is just kind of like worried about Paltin and like barely paying attention to the do's and don'ts. She's kind of like... Thorvin says, if you have seen the crimes that I've seen these two commit, you would not even doubt that their lives are forfeit. Paltin's just like, every, every, everyone dies anyway, or was going to die, so like, what's was, was meant? He just, just covers die. his ears. No more talking about killing around Paltin. He's very sensitive right now. Narl's like, why can't we just all go our own ways? Yeah, I'm kind of inclined to agree with Narl. What, 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 what uh, agenda do you have here, Trapmaster? Thorvin says, I, I was here to spy on the Xanathar for... 
my masters in Waterdeep, but I know firsthand that this drow authorized the capture of people from the city and had them brains devoured, excised, and replaced with brain monsters. He helped orchestrate all that. Dieth turns to Narl. Narl, is this true? Yes, but it was all done under duress, you understand. I had to infiltrate to get close to the Xanathar, get rid of his other advisors so we would trust only me. And in order to do that, we had to do some things, capture some individuals that he could use as spies. We didn't have really a network until that idea was put forth. By me, it's true, but... And yes, it's the Mind Flayer was my friend. Yes, true. All true. But let's put that behind us. And now look to the future. <laughs> what? Look to the future. The Xanathar is dead, and all of that can stop now. And I promise to curtail my dealings with Mind Flayers in the future and not, not in any way, threaten Water Davians with brain excision henceforth. What's, what's the vibe I'm getting, from, I'm getting from this dude? From the drow? Yeah. You think he's, seem... you think he, make an insight check, actually. He like he's a... Zone of Truth, isn't he? He is Zone of Truth, I, currently. It was a fake Zone of Truth, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was just being oh. like, oh, do you need the excuse? Oh, Zone of Truth. But, I mean, we can make it real if you want. Uh, the inside was eight, so. Okay, it, all you can tell is that Narl seems to be very, there's, there's obviously something wrong with him. I mean, he is, he is not mentally stable. Right, and Thorvin certainly seems to have it out for him. Oh, yes. And at the same time, Thorvin seemed to know who he is and or who he works for. Thorvin, who is it, said, who is it that you say you work for again? I work for? Yes. I work for Lady Laurel Silverhand of Waterdeep. Do I know who that is? She's the open <laughs> lord of Waterdeep. Does she, does she have anything to do with the harbors? Um, unclear. Damn it. Right, so then why would you want to interrupt our friend Narl here from saying that he works for the Bregendarth? Because the less you know about Bregendorf, the better for you. I mean, they're insidious and dangerous, and they're covert and they don't like to be exposed. I don't want to bring that wrath upon you. You don't want that. Oh, right. Okay. I'm just going to say right now, though, we probably have it on accident, just like everything else in our pathetic lives. So maybe it's already too late. He says, and I know, since you know about Bregendorf now, that its leader is not to be trifled with. Right, I gotcha. So we don't want to mess with the Bregendorf, right? And we don't want to interrupt your boss. Would you say Omendran? You're talking to the dwarf now? Yeah. Omendran? No. Right. I don't. Shit. Sorry, who was it? He says, I'm with the Harpers. And we do, we are here to protect the city of Waterdeep on behalf of Lady Laryl Silverhand, the <laughs> open lord of Waterdeep. 
<sighs> well, this is all happening. Strix is getting closer to the grill, just to be like, uh, you go over to the growl. Um, make a per, like, make a charisma persuasion <laughs> check. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's a six. Okay. Yeah, as you make your way over, the growl just sort of wraps you up in its barbed tendrils or tries to. Oh, it rolled a 19 on the die, so that's a, oh, no, that's, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a 23 to hit. Um, wraps you up, pulls you off your feet, and deals uh, 11 points of piercing damage to you as the barbs on its tentacles pierce your flesh. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. It's poking me! Help! In the middle of this conversation that Diaz is trying to have. You get Evelyn, plus... This I, is got like it. Just worry, happen- I got it. You get a bonus of plus five for Evelyn. Okay, let's, uh... Elon comes over like, no! Bad grill! No! That's a nine. Okay, so Strix immediately goes limp as she's paralyzed. So (sighs) she can't talk or do anything. She just goes limp (laughs) in its clutches. Um, And then at at that point, it begins gnawing on her with its beak. (laughs) When can I hit it? Uh, And so Strix, you take another... Strix... (laughs) Strix, you take another seven points of piercing damage. Oh God! Okay, Let I'm it, sorry. Let's roll. Really a, let's roll initiative. <laughs> okay, this is just. She ha- thought that the because the gazer was the little guy was friendly that all the creatures <laughs> were going to be friendly now. This entire conversation was happening in the foreground of the camera. Yes, and in the back here, you see Oh my god. <laughs> see how she's just like getting flung around. You just see her body getting like ripped. <laughs> how did we do? Uh, 23. 23 for DF. 22. 22. Not, not that it matters, but I got 19. It, it will matter because you'll get another saving throw. Okay. Four. Wow. All right, DF, you notice in the background of this conversation, Strix now limp in the clutches of the Grell. Yeah, the moment like she does. Does like an interrupted shriek immediately. She's just like, God damn it! And will pull out a sword and like just leap uh, for the grill and just uh, make an attack. Okay. I guess try to go towards its like fleshy beak area mm-hmm. um, and away from Strix. Sure. Uh, boy. 18? Eh? That's it. Okay, good. Um, She's paralyzed, though, so I, I don't know if that will count sneak attack damage. Uh, no. Yeah, I kind of think so. That's fine. Uh, four, nine damage. Okay. So you stab at this thing, and uh, some goop spills out of its bulbous brain-like head. Yeah, I, I want to, like, try to at least do enough damage and get it to be in enough pain that it loosens, loosens its grip on okay. Strix. It actually does the contrary. It tightens its grip on her oh. almost reflexively. And uh, so if you're done, we jump to Paulton. Paulton, you see Strix now entwined in the ten barbed tentacles of this floating brain monster. Paulton sees that, and he's just like, now she's going to die, and all I'm going to be able to do is watch something I do is going to help. It's going to help. I can never help. And then Egg on the ground just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> all right. Uh, then the Grell goes, and let's see, you are currently grappled by it. So, 
has advantage on attack rolls to hit you. So it will continue to tighten its grip on you. You take another seven piercing damage from the tentacles. Okay. And I- you take, uh, let's see, another six points of damage from the beak. Okay. Um, I don't remember if I took any damage uh, last episode. I'm on uh, my other computer. I don't so. think you did. I don't think did. I did. He no, shot the really death ray at you and missed. And yeah, I, I think you're okay. That. Okay, okay, cool. So I'm okay still. Yeah, yeah. I was checking because I'm on my other computer and I Very good. my sheet wasn't updated. So All right, okay. and then Strix, you get to make a new saving throw at the end of your turn. It's a constitution right. save. You're plus five for Evelyn. I'm sorry, I'm so stupid. 24. You are no longer paralyzed. Okay, I wake up and I... My hand outstretched for a scritchin. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of your turn. Um, (laughs) Next up is Gnarl and says, I think this is my cue to leave. And he will try to slip out the door. Thanks a lot for your help. Um, He will have to move past Paulton. Will Paulton allow him to move past? Let me think about it. Egg and ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Tipped over egg. Mm. I think I will, res- I will resume as I was. All right. Uh, Thorvin will restrain himself and not attack Narl as he goes past uh, Evelyn. You're going to let the drow slip away? Diaz, am I supposed to let him slip away? Think, uh, uh, Okay, guess he's yes. not that not that important. Bye. Yeah, let okay. him go. We made a promise. Evelyn uh, will s- stab the grill. Oh, it, this is just uh, to decide opportunity attacks against the drow. Oh, okay. So Evelyn's, Evelyn's way down on four. We're not quite there yet. Fine. All right, so you're going to let the drow go past? Yeah. Hi, uh, thanks for nothing, but have a nice day. Warrington's says, thank you for the book. Good luck in your future endeavors. And off he goes. Um, Warrington will then move into the room and proceed to punch the growl in the face. Nice. All right, uh, he hits the growl. I'll just give him average damage. Boom, the growl and Strix sort of go flying back a few feet as Warrington delivers a mighty punch. And then it is Thorvin's turn. Thorvin will walk up and wallop the growl, growl critting it with his wrench. Oh, damn. Jeez. All right. Uh, another whack on the growl. The growl is now bloodied. And it is Evelyn's turn. It's almost as though Evelyn remembers that she has one hit point, but there's some reason she's not healing the <laughs> It's like so weird, like... You know, just something that occurred to me to mention. Really weird. No one in particular. Huh. Uh, huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Evelyn is going to flame sword into the grill. All right. Uh, 24. Hit. And that's going to be... <gasps> 19 damage. Holy smokes. Right. And your second attack? Oh, yeah. Ooh, 27. Oh, yes. 
Oh man, come on. Oh my gosh, that's three ones out of four. Oof. <laughs> uh, so 11 damage. All right. Uh, it is still clinging to life. Uh, at this point, the little albino gazer will take Aww. will take a little, a little gnawn him. He's doing yeah. so good. Yeah, uh, I think he'll fire a frost ray at the growl, which has to make a saving throw. Aww, Strix is just like, you got it, buddy. All right, what the, a good boy. the Grell rolled a nine on his deck save, so he is going to take some damage. And if I take average damage, that kills the Grell. Oh, that's adorable. Pew! Little, little pew! Frost ray. The Grell oh, dies. And then, uh, Strix, you find yourself kind of, as the Grell flops down on the ground and you with it, you're just kind of draped in its dead, squishy tentacles. Okay. I'm just face down on the ground looking sad, and I just don't bother to get up. <laughs> okay. And we are out of initiative. Evelyn goes over and lays hands on Strix. He's like, are you okay? Ugh. My body is okay, but my spirit is broken. <laughs> well, ju- I have just the thing. Ready? Spirit healing. Ooh. I don't want any of that. No, it's fine. She does it. She lays her hands on her face anyway. Ooh. Like, no, it's my face. Stop. How many healings? How, how hurt are you? I'm not too hurt. Also, uh, just for some added context, this whole time, Paulton is still, like, covered in blood. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Good, good, good. Yeah. Just, just saying. Yeah. Um, I'm 43 out of 68. Mm. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're, she gives you 10. Okay, thank just you. Just a little, little spirit healing. Mm. You have 68 hit points? Uh-huh. Okay. And then, uh... I did not know that Paulton was bloody, which would have been one of the reasons that she would. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's been at, like, three hit points. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> so, so she was going to then be like, okay, come here. Come here, egg. <laughs> Lays on hug. Like, <laughs> Lays on hug. <laughs> Earlier when she was like, there, there. Same thing. There, there. Just mm-hmm. pat, pat, hit point, hit point, hit point. <laughs> All right. How many are you going to give him? Uh, she'll give him like how many total do I have right now? Love lays on hug. <laughs> um, level times five. Okay, she'll give him like uh, thirty-five. Okay, cool. She's got thirty-eight. Heck, yay! And she'll tap herself on the head and. Give herself a few that are left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Strix can also heal Evelyn as well. She'll heal her. Um, How much? Well, we'll see. I'm going to see right now. Oh, that way you don't have one hit point because that's kind of a mess. I don't have one. I have a, I have a couple more than one. <laughs> a couple more? Because okay. Evelyn was healing herself because everyone's like worried about her. She's like, oh, yeah, I heal, heal myself. Okay, I will do a fourth level cure wound. So it's 4d8 plus 4. So give me one second. Okay. Uh, while you're healing, um, so you're kind of in now Narl's office, which is a a square room about 15 feet in diameter, dark, no light. But uh, those of you who can see 
in the dark can see two open crates against one wall, a stone desk in a corner that seems to be free of papers, but it has two drawers. Um, And there's a chair behind it carved with a spider motif. And then there are a couple bare bookshelves against an east wall. There's also, of course, the open secret door. All right. Um, I want to check out this desk. Those of you who can see in the dark, try to go into and see if you can retrieve some of that smoke powder. Or if you can't see, make some light, but it's not fire. How are you seeing, by the way, just out of curiosity? I know, uh, Strix, you can create light with your staff, right? With a lantern? Yeah, I can make light with the lantern. And I just cast a first level healing, so you only get six hit points. Okay. Oh. But here you go! <laughs> Thanks, so, so right So right now it's Strix's green light lantern that's sort of illuminating yeah. the room. Um, and as you sort of sort things out, and Dieth, you go over to the desk, um, Narl returns. Ah! He comes into the room... And uh, he's just like got his hands up, and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I, this is this is so awkward. But I left without my spell book. <laughs> it's gone." <clears throat> uh, and so he makes his way over to the desk and sort of tries to nudge you out of the way, Dia. What? Uh, what? Uh, don't don't uh, don't mind me. Dia looks at Strix like. Uh, Wait, you want me to? Should I? What? Can I try and polymorph him? <laughs> sure, if you like. Okay. I'm just going to nonchalantly be like, no, oh, whoop. <laughs> uh, and he's got to make a saving throw, right? Yeah. 16. Okay. And this is wisdom. Yeah. Because <laughs> he said spellbook and he's evil. And Strix is like, whoa. All right. Um, he rolled the 15. So what are you turning him into? Just a spider. He likes spiders. All right, yeah, he, tur- he, turns, he turns into a spider, death, down on the floor. But it was Strix like, whoop, oh, how did that happen? My hand slipped. I'm so sorry, Gnarl. So oh, it'll actually, wear off in an hour. Actually, I, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a spider. Yeah, how about that? All right. It'll okay. wear off in an hour. <laughs> Take the spell book. What? I'm not going to steal a stel- spell book. When you go over to the desk, DF, you see that its two drawers are locked. They seem to have a... There's like a master lock above the drawers themselves that seems to uh, be holding them shut. <laughs> okay. I opened them. <laughs> <laughs> you just sort of like flick one with your finger and somehow it opens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and make your dexterity saving throw or dexterity uh, roll. You got it. Uh, it's a 32. Okay, then. Yeah. You, you open that like it's nothing, and the first drawer contains what appears to be a spell book. Uh, it is a sturdy tome bound in black leather and wrapped in webbing. Uh, the second drawer contains uh, what appears to be a folded-up bag, but the bag is empty. All right. And it's like a, it's like a satchel. Um, it's got like a, an arm strap on it, and it's, but it's all just sort of oh. folded up and scrunched up inside the compartment. Does Do I smell like magic? Yeah, there's, there's a faint whiff of magic coming. <laughs> uh, Dieth like, will actually, Dieth will take the spell book and hand it to Strix and be like, make sure everything in there is as he says. There's no other information that we could possibly use. Or if there's any other, or whatever you can learn from it. I don't know how you work. 
When you look at the bag, you see it's, it is a fancy satchel, and sewn into its lid is a design that almost looks like a smiling face. Like an emoji? Kinda. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> In a way. Uh, does it look like this satchel could potentially hold a small barrel of, say, smoke powder, or we can place smoke powder into it? Um, when you sort of open the flap and look into the bag, it doesn't seem particularly deep. It's like a purse, basically, but a, lar- a larger one. Um, but as you kind of reach around inside, it seems to have more depth inside than the outside would suggest. Oh. <gasps> oh. Mm. If this isn't mine. Do you like... I did like close the drawer for a moment and just like opens it back up and looks at the bag. Mm-hmm. And just goes, oh. <laughs> oh. Um, is like, but he's evil. Well, In- this is this is the Xanathars, right? You you look at it. You look at the bag. Um, make a perception check. It's, there's a, like a sharpie. It says his nickname on the bottom. Looting, stealing, looting, stealing. Yeah. Uh, perception? Yeah. Really good. 28. Sewn into the inside flap are the initials JB. JB. <laughs> yeah. GF Boudreau. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it wasn't his. No, this nothing else. This is actually probably an important clue. Uh, I'm going to hold on to this. So it looks like it was handwritten. Uh, no, it's it's stitched in beauty. Stitched, stitched in beautiful sort of platinum thread, like a like a beautiful monogram. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take it for nothing else. That that seems you know like an important information. I'm going to hold on to that. Mm-hmm. So I'll be just borrowing it. All right. I'll look through the spell book book to see if there's anything out of the ordinary. It's also a sensational fashion accessory, I'm just saying. Oh. Is it Gucci Yar? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Evelyn is all about it. And uh, yes, you can find its picture on page 153 of the Dungeon Master's Guide. And you're looking at the the spell book and... uh, the arcane spells written in them are clearly meant for wizards' eyes only. Ugh, that always makes me so mad. Yeah. Strix just looks at it and she's like, I already know everything in here. <laughs> 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 and she puts it on the desk okay. like a little too hard. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, she'll say, he'll turn, into, he'll turn back into a drought in an hour. It'll be fine. Uh... You hear Warrington scream behind you, By the light of Lathander! What do we have here? Yeah! He's shining uh, your, your lantern light, Strix, into the secret room. By uh, Jove, I think we found it! By Lathander, you mean? Right! <laughs> Excellent. As, as you gaze into the secret room, you see a pyramidal stack of 20 kegs. And written on them in common, and elvish probably, are the words, Smoke powder! Do not open! That's what it says. Good says job. Says Warrington, pointing at it. 
He goes over and lifts the top one off, and just sort of looks at it. It's full! Ha <laughs> ha! What was it you wanted to use that for? Well, I was going to use this to, uh, for my, for the weapon I was going to have crafted. Oh yeah, firearms. Yes, exactly, firearms. Thorvin says, perhaps uh, we should use it to destroy this place. All of it? Nonsense. Yeah, Warrington, how much gun, gun smoke powder do you need? Oh, uh, let's see. This, I dare not open it, but it's awfully full. These must be handled with care, you know. You can't just shake them around. If I did, it, uh, this whole trove would just blow up and we'd all be dead. And then Pippin would be right. Like, would, would one keg, would a single keg be enough for you, or? A single keg can hold roughly 500 shots worth of ammunition. So quite sufficient, I would say. Shots, like what Paulton usually takes? No, 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 no. Uh, shots, uh, that is basically shots from a firearm. So what happens is you have a firearm, you put the ammunition inside with the smoke powder, the smoke powder propels the ammunition through the air at great velocity, through your opponent or whatever else you're shooting at. Like How do you crossbow? put stuff inside an arm? It's not like that, my dear. A firearm is like a wand in effect. Think of it as an, an extra device that you have to carry around in your hand. And it fires projectiles, they're called. Balls. That sounds cool. Balls, usually. Can I have one? I'm sure we can have one whipped up. Yeah? Uh. They're rather loud, cracking. You might say. I'm kind of loud too. Uh, are there any more uh, drawers in the desk? Could I get through all of it? You, there are two drawers and you've opened them both. Okay, cool. And the spell book is back and she'll just like, like put it on the floor next to the spider and be like, here. Thorvin, Thorvin says that he, being the engineer, um, has studied the Xanathar's lair and has pinpointed areas of weakness where were the smoke powder placed in those locations would cause a collapse of the entire dungeon. Fantastic. Then we could probably take out the entire Xanathar existence in one fell swoop. At the same time, this won't damage the structural integrity of the sewers or the rest of the city or anything? No, we are far enough down that it wouldn't be a problem for that. And you're certain of that? Yes, sir. Absolutely. And he says... So we'll need to plant one at the threshold of the secret door at the top of the stone buttresses and uh, near the arena, at the base of the pillars in the main hall, against the back wall of the Xanathar's Xanathar's abode, between other columns, in the kitchen, anywhere in the crypts. But basically, we could probably do the work with uh, uh, one, two, three. Uh, We could save maybe three of these kegs for other uses. Only three. Awesome. So then after we set those up, how do we do? We light the fuse and then we get out. We light the, light the fuse. Do you have a way of doing that and the supplies to do so? Yes, sir. I could get those from my quarters up. Perfect. If we can take up the entire Zenithar organization right here and now, this would, this would keep the kids safe. It would keep the rest of us safe. They would stop coming after us and so many people in Waterdeep would be safe. Thorvin also says there is a tendency for other beholders to come and take up the mantle of Xanathar. He was not the first, and he won't be the last. 
Can unless, we just beholder-proof the whole place? Unless we beholder-proof the place by bringing it all down. Exactly. You could take it all out. Amerigo right. won't like that. He will try to stop us. Amerigo will listen to me, for I am the Xanathar. He's not here. Yeah, no. I mean, can a Beholder come and take the place if Diaz is already the Xanathar? Oh, if a Beholder comes and wants the Xanathar, we <laughs> can have it. I can go get him when I go get the fuses. Well, let's not worry about him for now, though. If, we, if he happens to bump into us, we'll handle it then. Warrington, yes. uh, take as many kegs as you can carry. He's already got, like, three under his arms. Two Great. under one arm and one under the other. I'm good! <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Evelyn, you're pretty strong. Can you come go get, uh, bring some other kegs up for us? Or we'll start getting these into place. I can, but I have to carry Paulton, too. <laughs> Here, uh, sit on top of one of these, Paulton. She sets and, like, bounces and, oh, like, an egg. Yeah. Warrington, of Warrington sort of uh, very gently sets his barrels down and walks over to Pippin and says, Pippin, I've had enough of your stuff. It's time to get up off your ass and get into gear. I need you to help us blow this place to smithereens. Can you do it? It's going to be cool. Paulton's just like... <sighs> Warrington will kneel right down to you face to face and say, Paulton, we're counting on you. He goes... Why? I just... Someone else will die. I'll let somebody else down. Again. And again. And again. The only way to go from down is up. He kind of stands up. Very, very, like, weakly. There's, like, no confidence in his posture. Just like... All right, whatever. What do you need? Ding dong. Uh, Thorvin knows of three locations that we can set up these keg potters. And once we get these set up along with the proper fuse, we can blow this place. I don't know how fast Xanathars return to replace other Xanathars, but we need to do this as fast as possible so that we can get out of here. Once we're out of here, we're going to be safe. All of us are going to be safe. Jenks, Squiggly, Nat, they're going to be safe. Simon's going to be safe. We just need to do this and be done with it all. So go with Thorvin, check those spots, get the smoke putter set up. And I know if he tries to do anything wrong, I know you can handle it. All right. Well, Paulton, we can do it together. I'll carry the stuff and you show me where to put it. Thorvin will return with the fuse ropes and uh, all of the other stuff. Um, the, the ropes have been treated, so they will, be, they will burn rather nicely. Uh, he, can, he can set them to various lengths so that the, and time things so that they more or less go off at the same time um, and give you as much time as you think you need to get out, which he estimates is at least five minutes. Well, plenty. Uh, I'll also say I can, you know, magic us out, too, at least... Uh, even better. Us. Yep, even better. Yeah, and you can take up to how many people? 
Oh gosh, let me check. Five willing creatures within five feet of you. Okay. Great, so that's all of us. The little beholder floats as close to you as possible. Kind of, oh, okay. kind of like bumps up against you to make sure that you don't forget about him. Oh, I'm just like, oh my gosh, so I'll be over the Gabriel's. It's getting annoying at this point. Like everyone, like Strix is in like the worst, like cute animal squish mode with this thing. <laughs> well, including that creature, there appears to be six of us. Uh, Warrington, you know smoke powder better than anyone. You should be the one to get out of here faster. As in running. Well, Thorvid, you can get everything set up, but then after everything's set up, all we need to do is... Thorvin says he knows the, the complex well enough that he can get out without your help magically. Right. So, and all you need us to do is what? Set it on fire? Just light the fuses and get out. And it's as simple as that. That's all there is to it. I'll make sure that nobody else is around to tamper with anything. And he taps his, oh, big, but- his big wrench. Is it still, is the drow still a spider? He is. Okay. But he's in here somewhere. He's on the, crawling around, crawling up the chair. Oh, okay. Um, all right, I will, as when we're about to leave, I'm going to dispel that so he can get out. Okay. I don't want to just murder him. Because yeah. that's- Thorvin will say, uh, no, Nara will probably fuck with everything. We should leave him behind. <laughs> All right, we'll, well do that. Drow Thor- cannot be trusted. They're, they're treacherous creatures. I mean, I feel like that's kind of racist, so let's just not. <laughs> All right, well, we'll let Thorvin set everything up, and then uh, I want Thorvin to get out of here as fast as possible. We'll light the fuse, and then we're out of here in an instant, thanks to Strix. Okay. Thorvin says, this will go more quickly if we break into teams of two. Mm. Uh huh. And then we can well, meet up in a, a place to a central place after we've placed our our kegs and set our uh, charges. Yeah, that that makes sense to me. There's three spots and six of us, so or, yeah, six of us. So we'll break off a team to two, set up the kegs, set up the fuses, and it'll be good. We can do it very fast. Yes. I've already taken the liberty of taking out the panoptic surveillance system. Oh, good. That sounds good. Good. Also, my the, the, the magic spell is me oh. and five willing creatures, so it's technically six. Yes. You, D.F., Paulton, Evelyn, Warrington, and the little Yes, the little, little yeah, well, yes. And, is there, and then Thorvin, potentially. And he gets, yeah, Thorvin can get out, I think, he said. Thorvin can get out on his own, so you don't need him. Okay, so yeah, so we get everyone, cool. Okay. And as far as you know, you're not leaving anybody else behind, so. <laughs> All right, well then, let's split up and handle this. Uh, Paulton, Evelyn, you take uh, one of the locations. Uh, Strix, you can go with Warrington, and I'll go with Thorvin. All right. Okay, come on, Paulton. And then we'll you're meet- all good, and hel- you're ready to help, huh? And then we'll make a. Mm-hmm. I'll be at the fuse spot, or that Thorbin will set up after like connects them all. Wherever, wherever that'll be, we'll we meet there in. Now, just a few minutes. 
How long will this take to set up? Like five minutes, maybe? Yeah, five minutes. And Thorvin has given you, is basically, he'll, he'll put the, um, he'll thread the fuses into the kegs and chop them at the right length so that by the time you get there, you light them. Um, uh, you should be good. You just light them and go. Got it. All right. So I'll, I'll meet back up in five minutes and then we get out of here. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so which team wants to place their charges in the arena? Warrington says, I know the way there, Strix. Uh, why'd you have Perfect. Strix just Warrington, like, Strix. Strix just like looks at Dean like, <laughs> just like goes like, <laughs> and then just wa- like walks with him into the into the arena. But she'll also she'll tell like whisper something to her little gazer friend, and it'll float over next to Diaz. Aw. Oh. All right. Hi. Hello. It's like uh, uh, really nice. Diaz, you're going with <laughs> Th- Thorvin, right? Rich. Yes. So uh, you, uh, Thorvin, will have a lantern with you so that you can see as, oh, as you're as you're um, carting barrels to the Xanathar's lair. And then um, the other place that he recommends you place the charges is in the, uh, what did he say? Dun, 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 dun. In the, in, the main, in the main hall, near the pillars. I'll go to the Xanathar's lair. You want to go to the Xanathar's lair instead? Okay. Yeah, I'll blow that up. All okay. right. So uh, Evelyn and Paulton, you make your way to the Xanathar's lair, and Thorvin and Diath, you're in the main hallway, setting uh, casks up against pillars. Got it. Okay. So you're, in a way, you're kind of between the other two groups, which is nice. Oh, okay. Good. All right. Evelyn's carrying the powder, and she's like, come on, Paulton, you can light the way. You have that sun sword. It makes light, right? You can light our way. Go, go, go. You do need light. Oh, yeah. Um, Could I... Would that not ignite it? That seems really dangerous. Only if you were to bring it into contact with one of the barrels. Mm. Also, Evelyn has no concept of how that works, so she doesn't know that. (laughs) If I just, uh, if I were to just like berry fire something, that wouldn't act, that wouldn't ignite it. That's just like glowing, right? Right. Uh, it's a fixed effect, though, so it doesn't move with you. Oh well. You need something to light your way. All right. I'll just be, I guess, be very careful. Okay. Yeah. Essentially, you've got uh, Evelyn. You've got the barrels just sort of tied to ropes, and you're just kind of dragging them on the floor behind you. Maybe even carrying one under your arm as you do. Um, Little girl, big strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're each moving about four barrels, four or five barrels. So, uh, and with Paulton leading the way with his sword crackling, uh, you make your way back to the Xanathar's lair, uh, where you see there is a big empty fishbowl, among other things. Um, what happened there? <laughs> where's the fish? Yeah, yeah. You don't see any. Si- you, you don't see any sign of the fish. You start to uh, plant the casks and kegs around. And Paulton, uh, as you watch Evelyn move kegs into place, you hear a voice behind you say, Hey! Hey! Have you seen the fish? 
I don't, I, I don't. I, what did you do with the fish? Hello. Hey, hello. Are you? Are this, you? This are little you dwarf. Open? This dwarf. This skinny little dwarf comes up to you, and he's got a beanie on that's got little beholder eye stalks sewn into the top of it. <laughs> hey, I'm Ot Steel Toes, and I'm the fish keeper. But I don't know where the fish went, so I don't know what to do next. I turn to him. I'm just like, fish is fine. You should leave. And I'm gonna persuade him okay. that if I can. <laughs> That's an 18. Okay, bye! (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you really are something. People seem to really want to do whatever you say. It's like, huh, what were we doing? Evelyn's still putting gunpowder around this room, but apparently this guy didn't notice. She's like, you seem seem real off still. Do you you need a talk? It's like this... It's nothing to talk about. Everyone just everyone around me just dies, and that's that's what I get for some reason. So, why do you think that we're not dead? It's like he's dead. I wasn't there. I wasn't. I should have been there. Should have been. No, she's, she's just dead. She's just dead. I'm not dead. Like I I just he's still like really shook, just like this mindless lamp rambling and like. Eyes are still glossed over. I would, like he's barely finding strength to even like walk around to do this. I think it was mainly because he just wanted a hippo to stop yelling at him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> no, not over there, Strix. Over here. A little to the left. Like, please don't yell at me. Closer to the buttress, will you? Come on now. Stop dragging your heels. <clears throat> this is serious work. This has to go off right. We only get one chance. They're heavy. Oh, please. Okay, right. I'll come over. Hold on. I've got this one set. Uh, How no. you stepped on my foot? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's heavier. Grand old time. <laughs> there, I think it's perfect. What do you think? Should we light the fuse now? I don't know. I say we light the fuse now. You know. All right. Use your magic or what? Are we sure magic won't just, like, make it worse? Just light the fuse. Don't light the kegs. The fuse. All right. Maybe All I should right. stand over here. Just Turn this way. Point to the- Does everyone know we're lighting the fuse? That was the instructions. Yeah, right. it's got, like, five minutes before they all blow. Okay. All right. All right. I'll just, like, I'll just shoot a little firebolt on the fuse. Like, <laughs> All right. Your fuse is light. And they just start to slowly crackle away. Uh, getting shorter and shorter with each passing second, but not in any, you know, it's not like you're in imminent danger. And he says, well, we should leave before we're in imminent danger. <laughs> uh, okay. Can I ho We have to get everyone together before we can cast the spell, so let's uh, go find everyone. Yes. Over you. And uh, Dieth, you're there. You've uh, The kegs are set. Thorvin uh, has... Uh, basically taken, opened up the door on his lantern so they can use the flame inside to light the fuses. The, li- the little albino beholder is just sort of drooling next to you. Cute. <laughs> With anticipation. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, Thorvin lights the fuses. And then Warrington and Strix show up. 
Excellent. All right, Thorvin, we can get ourselves out of here in an instant, thanks to Strix's magic. And you can find yourself safely out of here quickly. Yes, sir. I will take the way out through Skullport. Perfect. Uh, sounds like you should get going. Good luck. You too, Thorvin. And uh, he, he stomps off. Evelyn and Paulton. Uh, Evelyn, you're pretty sure you've put them exactly according to where Thorvin asked you to, near the weakest wall structures in the Xanathar's lair. And you see <clears throat> Paulton is still ambling around, his sword lit but sort of sagging in his hand as he paces about. Mm-hmm. Did they explain to me that I was supposed to light these? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and you can use Paulton, the sword for that. Do you want to use your sword to light the fuse? That'll be fun. As unenthusiastically as you can picture, he just kind of like, <laughs> like just kind of like he can't even really move the arm. He has to like just kind of turn his whole body and he just kind of. Good job. Like a kid right. doing chores. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> and so the fuse is lit. And as you turn to leave, you see Amergo standing in the doorway. Blocking your exit. Uh, His horned helmet down, and he says, What have you done? What are you doing? Uh, um, what, blocking, blocking us? Yeah, blocking your way out. I think you should probably leave. This makes America mad. You well, can't. I have, I have, this is my maze. This is my lair. Another Xanathar will be coming soon. We must get it ready. This is how it's always been. I accept that that may no longer be the reality in which you live. (laughs) America cannot accept. Okay, well, Paul just kind of like like is just slowly like walking up. Like he's he's not like. Like there, there's he, the the sun sword's still in hand, but it's not like up. He's just like walking. And it's like dragging behind him, just like a like just <laughs> leaving a charred mark. He just like walks up to the guy. He just goes move, and then whatever that would be, intimidate. Sounds like I don't know. It seems like it an seems intimidating like- persuasion. I think it's intimidate. All right, all right. Okay, uh, 24. Okay, uh, he stares at you from underneath the thick armored brow of his helmet and his horns. 24. <laughs> That's good. And uh, he... He will back away and create an open doorway for you. Sick. All right, let's go. How people just really, you know, maybe you're just such a good leader. People just really listen to you. You really have some. You're having this conversation as you're kind of walking out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be really encouraging. Like, don't you feel good about that? You know, Evelyn, people listen. Make to you. A, Evelyn, make a perception check. Sixteen. Uh, Amerigo goes into the room after you pass through him, Evelyn, and you sort of take one last passing glimpse, and he's going over to the fuse, and he's got his great axe up as if to chop it off. And that's what he does. Paulton, tell him. He cuts the fuse. 
Paulton, can you can you explain to him why he can't do that while I go relight it? Paulton like goes over to him. Mm-hmm. It's just like, why'd you do that? I don't want to get blown up. Which is bad. Cool. So why don't you just leave? And go where? I don't fucking know. Not here. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know. If, if somebody were trying to blow up your home, would you not try to stop it? Oh. You could come live in our home. Is it a maze? No. I mean, depending on how you define maze, I suppose. Our kind live in mazes. Well, we can make you a little maze. We don't want to make you homeless. <laughs> make a persuasion check. <laughs> uh, fucking dwarf lives at our mansion. <laughs> uh, tw- wait. 21. Uh, is, it, is it a big maze? Like a like good size yeah. maze? I mean, you'd have to design it. We could, we could, you know. I could make my own maze. Yeah, your own. Huh. It's connected to a sewer too. Sewers are kind of like mazes. Maybe you can wander around in there. As they're talking, I just like walk back over and like. <laughs> <laughs> All okay, right. Okay, time to go. The fuse is real short now. Come on. She grabs both of their hands and okay. she's like, "Come on." Yeah, you see, he, yeah, he he sort of kind of drags his heels a little bit, but you do manage to pull this big armored dwarf along. And he sort of looks back at the fuse, getting shorter and shorter with his big horned helmet. And then he looks back and he keeps talking about the maze. So, yeah, yeah. The sewer is really like a maze. You can just wander yes. around in there. I yeah. could put in more secret doors. Right, secret doors. And traps. Fine, yeah. yeah. That's right. Okay. This sounds like a plan. And this, and, and Xanathar lives there too. In a, a manner of speaking, yes, actually. She's just dragging them. Like, <laughs> yes, on. okay. Finally, Evelyn, Paulton, and Amergo. God damn it. Return. Okay, so that's too many. I'm sorry. Too many? Oh. Uh, Amergo, how about you? Um, she gives them directions <laughs> to their house, and she's like, just run along up there and meet us at, at the house. Make another persuasion check. <laughs> 16 uh, okay he says you're just like pointing like in a random direction or no I mean I assume he knows how to get up to street level quickly oh I see what you're saying okay um, he says uh, but I want to go with you yeah yeah it's just we're gonna we're gonna go be a magic and I want to go with you. Uh, Paul's just like, all right, you go ahead and we'll be right behind you. I mean, I can I can just run to the surface. You guys can take a Margo with you. Nope. I can just. Uh, Diaz will step in at this point uh, and remind him that I am the Xanathar. Oh, yeah. And that I need your assistance. We have a we have a, a much more important maze for you to guard. That's the one outside of our second secret lair that only we know about. 
and we need you to protect it. And that's deep within the sewers of Waterdeep. Amerigo, you'll need to be within those sewers and making sure that no one else can come at us through that way. It's very important. Right. Yeah, make your way to the sewers. Uh, we'll get you directions on how to get to our manor. And once you learn the sewers, you'll be able to rebuild it, reshape it, however you want, and make sure that no one else can get through that way, no, no matter what. You'll be too stalwart. Your wish is my command. Right, but you have to move quickly. And we'll meet up soon. This is a he will lo- he will he will adjust his helmet. He will lower his head and he'll go <laughs> <laughs> stopping for the exit. That's adorable. <laughs> okay, right. you hear him shout. You hear him shout. Long live Xanathar! Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take out my horn of secret danger. Yes. Uh, so can I like speak a, uh, a phrase or sentence through it? Is it just a noise? No, it's just a noise. Ah, oh, dang. Okay, never mind. I was gonna keep shouting at him. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could play a trumpet blare through it just to, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After he says "Long Live Xanathar," I'll like play it so <laughs> it's like a like a like a <laughs> victory trip. Just like. <laughs> All right. But only he hears it. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. Okay. So he just. <laughs> that, that will spur him on. Yes, perfect. All right, excellent. And, All right, then, and then as soon as he's like gone, Dieth like turns back. Oh my God, are, are we good? Can we get out of here now? Yes. Let's All go. Right. Wait. Uh, Strix. Uh, I'm here. Is Narl still a spider or? I, I can make him not a spider. Yeah, we need to give him an opportunity to leave. Okay. What about if you just put him in a little bottle on your belt, and then we can just take him with us? I can't. That still counts as another creature. Oh. I will dispel his polymorph and just, you know, I'll figure it out. He's not dumb. Yeah. Okay. He so he appears surprised. Yep. And I'll just look up and say, you have about 60 seconds to make it your way to the surface, otherwise you're going to blow up with the rest of this place. Get out of here while you can. But my spell book. Just take it. Oh, you're not there. Oh. Spellbook is back in his office. On the oh, wait, desk. But, no, but his, he was in the office. The, the spider was. Oh, you're going to go back and get him? Okay. Um, no, because he. I figured he was still there. I don't think he followed me. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah I figured I, I'd just unspider him in the office. And oh, yeah. So if he's in the office, we're like off in a different location, then I guess I don't mm-hmm. talk to him at all. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to leave him? Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, he heard the whole plan. He knows the kid out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Strix. Yes, I cast the spell. And you take, out. take us all back to the uh, chamber, panic your room. your sanctuary in the Waffle House. The panic room. Yes. Okay. So poof, you all disappear out of the Xanathar's lair. You appear in the panic room of the Waffle House. Yay. Home sweet home. Don't it's we all here? Yeah. First, first things first. Uh, Strix, go look for waffles. Evelyn, check on the kids. Paulton, look for Simon. Make sure they're all okay. 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 You hear lots of hammering what? everywhere around you. The sound of hammers against wood, nails being driven in. It's loud. Uh-oh. Squidly? Uh, is, is Squidly hammering again? Squidly? Evelyn goes running off to look for the kids. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, as soon as you start to start, sort of run around the place, you can see that there are work crews all over. Oh, um, no, I don't have money. <laughs> and uh, um, you can also see that a scaffolding has been erected around the, the turret, and there's some business going on as the top of the turret is being repaired. Yeah, did you hire crews to do our reno without telling us? No, did you hire crews to renovate our house without telling me? No. Dalton? Is anyone there? Just just dead. Dead. Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, Diaz will, will, will then, I guess, go outside and try to discern what the heck who sent these people? Maybe ask them. Sure. You can see that uh, the the foremen uh, who are sort of coordinating these endeavors yeah. are talking to an old dwarf woman in a wizard's robe standing out front and looking at pagers and signing off on contracts and whatnot. And you recognize, you recognize her as Magic Lady. Alcoria Stonemarrow, the old dwarf woman, uh, seems to be behind all this. And she says, don't trouble yourself. All has been taken care of. It's part of my investment to get this place in top shape. You have a store to open, don't you? Think about that. We do have a store to open. All other business will be taken care of. Mm. Great. No no expense. Part of the investment. Everything's just coming up sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and uh, no. she says, and of course you'll need magical protections. Yay! Have you seen um, three children, an owlbear, and a construct? They're at the... They're at the baby. Oh, yeah, they were they're at the, at the neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you left they're them with the neighbors. Then. You left them with the neighbor. Paul, mm-hmm. could you go get them back from the neighbors? <laughs> you know them best. Do you want one of us to go with you? He's still glossed, just... I don't think maybe Paulton should talk to our neighbors right now. Okay. Uh, Evelyn, why don't you go talk to them? Okay. Paulton, you just, you go sit in Strahd von Cherovich and you just take some deep breaths, okay? Just, like, curls up right where he is. (laughs) Just... Strix, can you try to fix him? What? No! I, I can, I mean, do you want me to make him a pie? That's all I can do. Maybe. Is there a safe place where I can put these highly volatile kegs of smoke powder? Go, <laughs> oh God! Uh, no! <laughs> I thought you, don't you have somewhere to stay, Warrington? <laughs> we have a guest room. He can stay here. Evil <laughs> Capital. <laughs> I shall venture forth. Then <laughs> he goes off. With his kegs. Aww. Goes off to find our guest room or goes off yes. like... Yeah, goes okay. off. Okay, awesome. Great. I just, I tell the little gazer, I'm, I'm just like, you can live wherever you want, but I suggest you live here because it's the most magic. Okay, he goes scouting around looking for a place to live. Oh, good. In yeah. the house. Maybe uh, the turret. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He'll check the place out. Uh, Evelyn, you're going to go across the street? Mm-hmm. Okay. You see a you see a elf um, who runs an herbalist shop. She's got a greenhouse up on the third floor, encased in glass. Mm-hmm. Um, and she comes to the door when you knock, and 
uh, you can hear the kids inside arguing with each other. Greetings in the light of the morning, Lord Lathander. Hello. They were Hi. F- you're, you'll be pleased to hear that they were fine. I just set them to chores. Oh, they did chores? That's so nice. Did they do them like You that? hear stampeding down the steps. And they come and they just basically grab onto you, uh, all three of them. And uh, they're overjoyed. They call out your name. They are so delighted to see you. And uh, Nat gives you a quick sign like, get us out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys have so much fun? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the waffles? Yeah, where's the owlbear? The owlbear will come galumphing down as well. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You know, if there's ever anything neighborly we can do yeah. to return the favor, we just really appreciate you keeping them safe and entertained. Oh, there's always work to do. Bring them over anytime. Oh, okay. I'm sure they'll love that. It seems like they had a great time. Yeah, so Nat, Squidly, and Jenks, uh, while you were staying in Fala's company, you found them to be um, good hosts, uh, but they, she didn't accept any nonsense. And so mm. she had you basically uh, tending, tending her gardens, watering, and uh, all that kind of business. And she kept you just busy, busy, busy. Elves don't sleep, you've discovered. <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you're, kind of, you're kind of tired out. All the kids are tuckered. Yes. So Evelyn will kind of just like, maybe one of them, like maybe Jenks is like on her hip, like she'll yeah. carry him. You know, super yeah. tired. And- Jenks is dragging. He just looks exhausted. <laughs> He's like, she tried to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> there, the, there. the other thing that the three of you noticed is that Fala has a, a roommate or somebody who lives with her. Um, he lives typically up on the roof, but you saw him coming and going in the strangest of fashions, uh, usually leaping across rooftops. And it, it's a big, scary half-orc. And the re- oh, hi. Uh, I've seen you leaping across rooftops and stuff. That's real cool. No, you know, he's not actually there. Oh. The kids are telling you about him. Oh. That they met him on several occasions because he he's staying there. Uh, but uh, um, Squidly was a little bit suspicious of him because he seemed to be watching the Waffle House a lot. Oh, no. Are you sure, Squidly? He was pretty sure. That does seem kind of odd. But Squid- Squidly, uh, you were taken by this half-orc's bow because his bow is ginormous. It's about, it's about seven feet tall. It fires arrows the size of javelins. And it looks like you have to be super, super strong to pull that string. At one point, you actually snuck in and you pulled the string and it was so tight you could hardly even move it. One imagine- day that's going to be mine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine him with his, like, feet on the bow. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> even, yeah, even that, it was like... <laughs> and, like, as he just, like, when he failed to do it, he lets go. He's like, ah, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you catch his name, Squidly? Did I? Yes, his name is Ziraj the Hunter. Siraj the Hunter. He does sound real cool. He's really cool. 
I'm going to have to tell Diaz all about how cool he is and also how scary it is that he's watching our house. Wait, so wasn't cool. he one of the guys on the boat? That's where we'll so stop. The- <laughs> 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 Wait, what was the last part? Uh, what? Guys on the boat. Which he's the Zents. The, the Zents. Yes, he's the guy who shot Paulton. He on the Zent boat. Oh. Cool. All right. Yep. All right. I remembered that's, his bow. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. With the huge arrow that almost took Paul out Paulson of the sky. Because was on my broom, and I was like, my broom! Yeah. <laughs> Someone in chat says, Squidly says, he's my new dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, if you tuned, with, if we were here for the start of the show, we already talked about the D and D Beyond announcement and the contest to join Strix's Coven. If you missed that, just rewatch the show. It'll be at the beginning, and you can get all the details. But expect a tweet to go out at D and D Beyond on Twitter at nine a.m. this Thursday. Hooray! Other announcements? Uh, I will still be at Coachella this weekend in San Francisco. Uh, tickets are still available to help Palomacy Pigeon and Dove rush its rescue. So please come down and say hi to me and First Officer Feathers. Um, it'll be his first public appearance. Again, <laughs> keep your hands in your clothes because he is extremely vicious. I'm going to come, but I'm not going to touch Feathers. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. Feathers has tasted your blood already. Is that it? Yeah, no, I have been careful enough that okay. never been too scared. But yes, please, you'll see the pigeons and the pants, and it's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have. Oh, go ahead. Uh, so this week, Penny Arcade announced their um, the guests for their show, The Magic Hour, which you may have seen advertised if you watched Acquisitions Incorporated when Holly was on at PAX West. Um, Magic Hour is a show about playing magic and having fun, even with people who don't really know much about playing magic, like me. Uh, and I'm going to be their first guest, and I'm going to be on a few of their episodes, including the first one, which comes out on Thursday on youtube.com slash TV. And I love playing magic now, and it was super fun, and those guys are super funny, and I can't wait to see how the episode turned out. And also, I played magic with Jared, and I was really proud of myself. (laughs) So yeah, tune in Thursday, and I'll tweet about it too. Uh, Oh, go ahead. I also have magic-related announcements that I'm not allowed to announce yet. Ooh, announcement of announcements. So pay attention to the magic uh, social feeds, Twitter and the like, tomorrow, as you uh, will learn more about that tomorrow. But I'm not allowed to say anything now. <laughs> so Keep watching uh, the skies. Huh? I'm going uh, back out on tour in October, hitting the East Coast on the Paid and Exposure Tour with our buddies Stages and Stereos, who are an awesome band. Uh, we're going to Jersey, Boston, Philly, D.C., Atlanta, and Orlando. Uh, Tickets are online, and I also have an announcement of an announcement. Um, there's a thing happening Thursday that I've been working on for a little bit, and I'm very excited. Can't say what it is, but you'll see then, so just follow the socials, and I'll be posting. All right. We announcements of announcements. Yeah. Also, we have a subreddit. Jared, what should we do? Um, I don't know. I mean, I was actually just looking at the subreddit. And one of my favorite mm. things about it is how you can spam that link. Spam that Woo! link. <laughs> 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 
Sorry for my little cackle. Yeah. <laughs> all good. I was just thinking about next week. That's all. Oh, <gasps> no, why didn't uh, things like that? And don't forget that they're uh, starting to implement fan art and things into the official D&D stream. So make yes. sure to hashtag your fan Thank art. Thank you for reminding me about hashtag that. Hashtag fan art, hashtag yes. Waffle Crew on Twitter, or putting it up onto the DCA subreddit is also a great way for it to be seen. All right, and that's the end of our announcements. So let me just say, uh, we'll be back next week with special guest star, an extraordinary person, Christina Ariel Tigner, and the Waffle Crew in Waterdeep. And until then, be good to each other and be good to yourselves, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.